Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I lived in the second oldest house in my area, in a country town just outside a major city. I lived there from when I was 12 until I was 18 when I left for college. I don't know the significance of this really, but I feel it's the only possible explanation for any supernatural presence. I'm not sure when the house was originally built, but the rest of the houses around mine were built in the 40s and 50s, so I suppose it's older than that. The house seemed normal when we first moved in. Only two families had lived there over the years, so it wasn't like there was a high turnover rate. In fact, no one really noticed or mentioned anything supernatural with the house. However, there was a secret room. This room was actually a selling point for my parents to help us deal with moving. Even though my dad was in the military, we had lived in our last house for quite a while and we didn't want to leave there. But of course, when my parents mentioned there was a secret passageway connecting one of the possible bedrooms with the secret room, we became excited about the new house. My younger brother and I fought for it. But I won because the other bedroom already had football-themed wallpaper up. When I first saw my room, I went straight to the closet to see the secret room. Now, the secret room wasn't really secret. It was right in the back of the closet and plain for anyone to see. However, it was a lot smaller than any normal door. Even when I was only 12 or maybe 13, I had to squat down to get in. It looked like it was made for a small child to use. Another interesting thing was that the door handle was not really built into the door. It was just a handle added as an afterthought. This made me think it was originally just some sort of attic or some crawl space and not meant to be an actual room. The door was lockable by key from my side of the door. The other side had no handle or keyhole. When you opened the door, there was a very small hallway which was the same height as the door and not really fit for an adult. But it was just a few feet long and then you get into the room. The room was just an empty room added above the garage of the house. There was no way out except through the secret passageway to my closet. 
There was no windows. There was one light with a string that used to turn it on, hanging from the ceiling. And the room was completely white, with seemingly new wallpaper. There was no furniture or anything left in the room from the previous owners. In fact, I don't think the previous owners used it at all. I believe it was sealed before or soon after they moved in, and it wasn't touched since then. It was pretty dusty, but look, who knows? The lock did seem very old and had a hard time moving, as if it was rusted or the wood was warped or something. Now, my parents thought the room could be me and my brother's own little toy room or whatever when they first saw it. But after moving in, they had second thoughts. I'm not sure what it was, but they said something about not being able to hear us if we got hurt since it was so detached from the rest of the house. Of course, since we wanted our own secret room so badly, they gave in but said we had to tell them when we were playing in there and we had to keep the door to my room open at all times when we were in there. So we went on and like I said earlier, nothing much really supernatural happened in the rest of the house. And not even too much in the secret room either. Well, at least not to me anyway. My brother began having an imaginary friend. Whenever I wasn't in there, I could hear him talking and whispering to someone. I noticed that although at first he used to have fun in there, as time went on, he kind of seemed sadder when he was in there. However, up till now, this could be all a coincidence, so I didn't give it much thought. The only weird things that happened to me was at night. I thought I could hear some sort of scratching on the walls behind my room. Except it wasn't really with fingernails, it was softer sounding. It wasn't on the door, but coming from inside the secret room. Now I believe that I only heard this at night because it was quiet at night. And the scratching, rubbing sound was so soft that you normally couldn't hear it. I really had no idea what it was. I told my dad once and he looked around for some kind of animal but couldn't find any, so we just forgot about it and I lived with it. Like I said, it was so soft it really never bothered me. It could be some far-off tree rubbing against the house for all I knew. This rubbing happened constantly, but like I said, I never paid it much mind. At least until my brother went into the room one night. He knew about the rubbing too and never really said anything about it. One night, though, probably about a year or so after moving into the house, the rubbing was going on as usual. I was in that limbo before falling to sleep when I thought someone was in my room and unlocking the closet door. 
I thought that it might have been a dream, but I looked around and saw my door and closet door opened. So I got out of bed to check it out. I was a little scared, but I realised that it was probably mum or dad checking out that rubbing sound, since I told them it still happened sometimes. I turned on the lights in my closet and looked in. Inside the closet, I saw a figure sitting in the room, facing the wall. Now, even when I was a kid, I had been pretty brave. I was still scared since I was pretty young, but I knew that you couldn't just run or you'll never know. I said hello to whoever it was and I heard what sounded to be my brother's voice. The light was in the middle of the room and it was tough taking even those few steps to get into the middle of that dark room. But like I said, I couldn't just leave, so I just went in there and turned on the light. When I looked at the figure, it was definitely my brother. He was sitting there and scratching at the wallpaper. I touched him on the shoulder and he was crying, so I pulled him up and took him out of the room. I'm really glad that I didn't just lock the door and run or else he'd be stuck in there all night. This is another reason why I never run away from anything abnormal. I locked the door, took him to his room and watched him as he went back to sleep. I really thought he could have been sleepwalking or something, although that wasn't something he ever did before. And since it was over and he was back in bed and sound asleep, I didn't want to wake my parents, so I went back to bed myself and went to sleep. The next day I asked my brother if he remembered going into the room and he looked freaked out. I told him he was probably just sleepwalking, but he said that that girl asked him to come look at her pictures. Now, he didn't start crying, but he looked like he was about to because he was that scared. I didn't know who that girl was. I told him it was just a dream and went to prove it. He didn't want to enter that room again, so I went in and saw where he was scratching on the wall. Only a little bit was scratched away, so I started to peel off more wallpaper. Under the wallpaper were different pictures drawn in what looked like crayon. They were typical kid drawings of mainly cats and houses. However, there was one picture that I thought was weird. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST.
It was of a little girl, a cat, a mum and a dad. Now everything looked like a normal kid family portrait, except for the dad having no face. It was just a circle. Now of course my rational side said she never finished it. But still, the dad picture looked strangely out of place. Like the lines were distorted, like she had trouble drawing it. Anyway, I told my parents and they yelled at me for pulling back the wallpaper. I didn't want my brother to get in trouble, so I didn't say anything about him or what happened last night. My parents said we had to get it fixed now, and they were mad, and didn't let me play in there again as punishment. But the whole thing still seemed normal to me. Kid draws on wall, parents put wallpaper up to cover it up. I didn't realise until later, that night, when the scratching, rubbing sound started up, that it sounded like a crayon. I really started thinking that it was the girl that my brother was talking about and that she was drawing on the wall. Now, after this happened, I started believing that the girl was actually in there. Once I started acknowledging her presence, weirder things began to happen. I was about 15 after the episode with my brother, and the weird things were happening slowly over the course of the next years I lived in the house up until I was 18. The changes were so subtle that I didn't really notice they were happening until much later. The drawing sounds increased a little bit and soon were even audible during the day. I also started hearing little pattering of feet. The more I heard these things, the more emotional I felt about them. I started feeling angry the more I heard the sounds, especially when I was trying to sleep. However, I always managed to control myself and tried to think that this girl was obviously sad and was just trying to have fun, and that calmed me down. However, this was going on so long that I finally asked my brother when I was about 16. I asked him if he ever heard the sounds. He said that he did, although they were pretty quiet. Now, I didn't think this was so weird, since I obviously could hear them too, and I told him how annoying it was. He kind of looked at me as if he was hurt, and said that every time he heard the sounds, he felt really sad. He had trouble talking about it, but I told him this was pretty important since it was going to affect me for the rest of my years in the house. So he told me that the girl was the girl he used to talk to when he played in the room. He didn't know her name, but they used to play together. He said that she looked like just a little girl about his age, so they had fun together. However, as my brother got older, the little girl seemed to get older too. Except very unnaturally. It was subtle at first, but soon he began hating seeing her. He said that she looked like she shouldn't even be alive anymore. 
I really didn't know what that meant. My brother said that she wore the same dress the whole time, even when the girl grew out of it. I asked him why he went to the room that one night to find the pictures. And he said that he didn't really want to, but the girl made him feel so sad and he'd do anything to help her out. However, this still freaked him out, so I didn't ask him any more questions. Things just got worse after that, and I hated hearing that sound. I was so mad that she wouldn't just shut up so I could sleep. The weird thing was I was scared at the same time since I knew that whatever was in there wasn't actually alive anymore. What also freaked me out was that the sound didn't annoy my brother, but I guess he always had more tolerance than I did. I asked my parents who used to live here and they said it was a family with two sons. Now, of course, this couldn't have anything to do with this room, especially since they had locked it off the entire time they were there. So I asked them, did they know anything about the family before them? They said the original owners were the ones who had the house built and that they didn't know much about them. Well, except that they had a daughter who died when she was 12. I asked them if they knew how she died, but they said it was some kind of tragic accident, so it wasn't murder or child abuse or anything like that. Now, of course, my true crime podcast loving mind went there. I needed more information, though. I had to know more, so I asked them if she died in the secret room. They didn't think so. I really think that this was the girl in the room, though. Although I had no idea why she was hiding out in that room. Once I knew this, I sort of had an idea of what I was dealing with. Last year was when things were the worst. I heard almost constant drawing and her jumping around inside the room... The footsteps sounded heavier and were louder. If I ever heard it, I would pound on the door to the room and she would stop immediately. But then I would have to put up with soft crying. And it didn't matter anyway because she'd start drawing again later on. Sometimes I'd scream at her to shut up. I really got mad every time it happened since it had been going on for something like five years at this point. I knew I had to do something. I was a lurker by this time, and so I'd read a lot of ghost story threads, and I remember how much of a wimp most of these posters were regarding ghosts, and they never really checked out anything. So I knew that I had to at least understand what was going on exactly, and if possible, end it. I didn't really have a plan, but I knew I had to see the girl or talk to her or something. Last year, shortly before I turned 18, my parents went away for the weekend. So I took the key to the secret room from their room. They had kept it locked ever since locking it that day years ago. 
I was determined to see her, so I stayed up expecting to hear sounds. I couldn't hear anything, so not too long later I fell asleep. It was about 1am when I woke up to a loud bang, like someone falling or jumping. I heard her footsteps afterwards, and of course the drawing. The first thing I felt before any fear was pure anger. I hated that she woke me up, even though I knew this was exactly what I wanted. I immediately grabbed the key and went to the door. I pounded on it. That's it! And I unlocked the door. The sound stopped and I heard crying. I threw open the door and this is the first time I saw the room in years. The light coming from my room illuminated a figure in the room, much like when I saw my brother years earlier. This was when I began to feel a wave of different emotions. I was still really angry, but I was also very scared. Yet I also knew that I had to do this and tried to remain calm. I went into the room and stood a few feet away from the figure who was standing in the corner. I turned on the light. What I saw was probably the most horrific sight I could possibly ever see. What I saw was probably the most horrific sight I could probably have ever even thought of in my entire life. Any horror movie monster had nothing on how unnatural this girl looked. I finally realised why my brother described her in such a weird way. Her body was taller than she should have been. Her limbs were so lanky and bony and stretched, like she kept growing past how tall she should have been. She was wearing a very small dress and it was so tight on her body. Her face looked as if her head had continued growing, but her face had not. The skin was stretched and the eyes were sunk back into her head, yet wide open, and her small, childlike teeth were exposed since her lips had stretched back with the rest of her face. Her hair was down to her waist, and her face had tears streaming down. I took all of this in just a moment, and as soon as we met eyes, she let out this wail as she was crying and moaning at the same time. It wasn't a loud wail like most people describe ghosts. It was pretty soft, and it was as if she was in terrible pain. Though I couldn't tell for sure, since her face was so unnatural and stretched, it was void of any emotion. As soon as I heard the wail, all the anger in my body was overcome by fear, and I ran. Now I wish I could say that I ran for a video camera, but no, I just ran. I know I've been talking about how much I hate when people don't investigate things, but I was so terrified that I ran. Once I got out of the room, I ran to my car and drove away and spent the night at a friend's house. Once I realised what happened, I was in a cold shiver and scared out of my mind for the entire night. 
I was too scared to go back home until my parents came home on the Sunday. When I finally confronted my parents, they asked me why I took the key and left the closet door opened. And I just made up some story about selling my old toys on eBay. I took one last look at the room and locked the door. Ever since then, nothing happened. I don't know why things stopped, but I'm always hoping it's not because I let her out like in the ring or something, and that she's really evil. Since nothing has happened since, I really do hope that I helped her out in some way. But in all honesty, I don't care. My parents moved after I went to college, and I have no intention of ever going back. I came up with a theory that the male family member in her life was really mean to her and hated her playing in there and possibly beat her, while the female family member was always sad. Anyway, like I said, that's just a theory, but it kind of makes sense. This all happened last year, and the more I think about it, the harder it is to remember. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.